divine ones welcome welcome baby to another talks with auntie hey my divine ones come on in come on in y'all check on in come on in come on in welcome back come on in come on in all my divine ones slide on in this thing we coming back for another episode of talks with auntie i told y'all i'm embracing my auntie era <laughs> i'm embracing my auntie era baby so yes y'all gonna see more auntie in this season i ain't running from it no more i'm embracing my auntie era <laughs> it's a good season it's a good season to be in. So all my divine ones, y'all come on in. Come on in. Hey, Amber Anderson, how you doing? Come on in. Come on in. And as y'all come in, I want y'all to share. Make sure you share this live. Let the other divine ones know that we are live. All my divine ones, come on in. Come on in. Hey, Brittany. How you doing, Brittany? Y'all come on in. I know it's Friday. I know it's Friday and a lot of our divine ones probably scattered right about now <laughs> doing weekend activities, but y'all have a few minutes. Y'all come sit in with auntie for a few minutes. Yes. Come on in, come on in and make sure you like this video. Make sure you share, make sure you subscribe, make sure your notifications turned on so you don't miss nothing. I want you to get every single word that God have for you in this season, baby. Don't miss nothing that God have for you. Get it all. Get it all. Hey, Sasha Williams, how you doing? Come on in. Come on in. Um, From the first episode, the first episode that I did of Talks with Auntie, um, I started like going through, which is what I normally do with all my videos. I started going through and I started pulling some of the messages out and creating shorts creating some short form videos from the first episode and I was looking at the points that I was pulling out of there because I gave a lot of tips in that first episode and one of the shorts that I just recently posted from the first episode was I was talking about how blessings started coming to me the more I got out of my shell the more I started stepping out of my comfort zone and I got out of my shell blessings started coming to me and I want to center this episode around that message. Like I'm going to be taking y'all's questions and um, doing like some prayer requests and stuff like that. But I want to center this episode just so we don't kind of be all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. I want to center it around that message right there. Getting out of your shell. Hey, Marquita. Getting out of your shell. I want to let y'all know that this is the season. This is the time for you to get out of your shell, for you to get out of your comfort zone. That comfort zone, that space that you so used to being in, that this feels like you, this feels safe, this feels like home, this feels like the norm for you. Many times I done seen, baby, that that ain't how God bless us. And that ain't that's not the space that he bless us in. Like we can get our our normal stuff down. But anytime we want to see an extraordinary move of God, anytime we want to see a move of God that's next level, we want to see a move of God that's something like we ain't never seen before, it's going to take us getting out of that boat. 
I want y'all to put that in the comments. Say, this is my season to get out the boat. Put that in the comments, Divine One. Say, get out the boat. Y'all remember I did that episode on my podcast saying that it's time to get out the boat. It's time to get out of your shell, get out of your comfort zone. Because like I said, I didn't get the blessings that God had for me. A lot of the stuff that I had never seen before, the experiences that I had never had before, it didn't come to me until I got out the boat, until I got out of my shell. So I want y'all to put some of y'all questions in the chat. I have a few minutes and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to check on out of here because I got to go get my walk in this evening. Um, but before I do, I thought about y'all and I just want to come on here and do another episode with y'all with Talks with Auntie. I had fun with y'all on the first episode and I said, woo, child, I got to come back on here with my divine ones and we got to kick this thing off for episode two. <laughs> That's it, baby. That's it, Sasha. Get out the boat. That's it. Uh, Akaya Williams, this is your season. This is your season to get out the boat. That's it, Marquita. This is your season season to activate beast mode baby this your season to get out of your comfort zone so this is talks with auntie so if y'all have any questions any questions put your questions in the chat and i'm gonna answer some of y'all questions we're gonna pray a little bit give y'all some motivation y'all need baby to get through the rest of your, your weekend i got me some green tea <laughs> i got my green tea on deck baby the enemy try to attack to attack my sinuses and allergies and stuff right before I got on here with y'all. Nope. Bye, devil. Bye, devil, with your ugly self. <laughs> with your ugly, broke down self. You might well go on about your business, baby, because I'm going to get on here with my divine ones. So, any questions y'all have, any questions y'all put y'all questions in the chat. Y'all always be slow at first to start. Then, when y'all get, get that thing crunk up, it ain't no stopping y'all then. <laughs> when y'all get that thing crunk up, baby, it ain't no stopping y'all. Y'all be a little slow at first. Then when they go to coming in, they go to coming. So y'all don't bombard me right before I get off. You got questions, you better go ahead and drop them now. Okay, Brittany. Brittany says, what helped you become more bold with your social media presence? Okay, that's a good one, Brittany. That's a good one. Hey, Nicosha, how you doing? Come on in. Slide on in. So we're talking about getting out of your shell. That's what we're going to center this episode around. It's time to get out of your shell. Um, growth, true growth really happens when we get out of our comfort zone. We get out of our shell. And that's when the blessings really start coming to us. So being bold and being confident and being strong and just um, like having this strong social presence, that was not me. <laughs> That was not me. So that was not a part of my identity, Brittany. That's that's not the way I saw myself. That's not the way I grew up. I was always the quiet girl. I was always the shy girl, the reserved girl, the girl that kept to myself. But I knew what I had inside of me. Like everything that I'm doing now, it's been in me this whole time. And that's what I'm going to say to you too, Brittany that everything that you destined to do, everything that God has called you to do, it ain't just falling you. Like it's been in you, it's been waiting before the foundation of the world when you were being formed in your mother's womb, Brittany. God had already sealed your destiny. Everything that you was going to do in this earth realm had already been set by God. He knows the plans that he has for you. And so even though God has all these big plans for us, 
and his plans are to bless us and prosper us and give us hope and a future and destiny and legacy. We have work within ourselves that we have to do in order to walk out those plans. Like we ain't just going to come out the womb doing that. We ain't just going to uh, become an adult and start doing that. Get out there on our own and start doing that. So it took a lot of leadership, Brittany. That's what I'm saying to Brittany and to my other divine ones. She said, what helped you to become more bold with your social media presence? It started a long time ago before I even got on social media. It started a long time ago. Um, leadership. I had great leadership from with my pastors. Um, years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I was ordained as a minister in my early 20s. And even before then, I was um, singing in the choir. I was up in front of people. I was um, in youth programs and youth ministry. I was uh, assistant pastor. I served as assistant pastor to my other uh, pastors, to my lead pastors. And so I grew up under that spiritual leadership. I grew up under that um just that direction. I believe that leadership is very, very important. So anything that you want to do that you see somebody else doing it, you see somebody else being successful in it, look for leadership in those areas where you want to be great. Um, so it started with me before I got on social media, my pastors would teach me and train me and coach me in the church they would teach me how to be bold. They would teach me how to, I remember my pastor used to always come to me and she'd tell me, if God tell you to do something, God speak to you in here. She said, you have liberty, you have you have um, free will in here to do whatever, do whatever God has called you to do. So God had people over me to shepherd me, um, to see this gift that he put in me. And he had people over me to shepherd me and lead me and show me how to use this gift. Because each one of you, you have a gift, but you have to be trained in that gift. Now, it's, the gift is something that you naturally do well, but the leadership and the guidance and the training is just, it, can't, it ain't going to hurt you. It's going to help you be even better. It's going to help you be even sharper. So that's why I say it started with me a long time ago. And then I just worked my way up from now. Uh, I didn't start on social media until 2019. I started, now I had been on social media, but just like as a regular social media page. Officially for my business and my ministry, I did not start on social media until 2019. Um, and then when I started in 2019, I had leadership then too. Now, I had gotten all the leadership as far as spiritual from my pastors, but then, you know, I'm looking at the social media world, so I'm like, okay, this is different from what I've been doing in church, in my community, in my local community with my pastors. So, I sought out leadership of people that were doing what I wanted to do. So, that's what I would say, Brittany, if... Um, you desire to do that and you desire to have a strong social media presence and you want to be bold and confident. There's a lot of work that you can do on your own, um, but also seek out leadership from people that are doing that, that are bold, that are confident, that have that strong social media presence, people that have fruit, people that you admire, that inspire you, that you look up to. Um, and you can see yourself having an impact like they have an impact get under that leadership because that's what helped me. I invested in a lot of courses. I invested in a lot of trainings. 
I had mentors. I still have mentors. And so when I'm not on social media being bold and confident, uh, I'm mostly being a student. That's, that's one of the things that helped me to be bold, to be confident when I come on camera is having that leadership, that guidance, investing in myself, number one. In, don't When it comes to yourself, don't shortchange yourself. Don't shortchange yourself because a lot of times we'll spend money on other brands and stuff and we'll go all out for stuff and go all out for people. But when it comes to ourselves, we shortchange ourselves and we try to get everything free 99 and we try to get everything free.com. And I get it because that's what I had to do when I couldn't afford and I couldn't invest. But I kept developing myself. I kept reading. I kept studying. I kept praying. Prayer is number one. Communication with God because that's where your boldness and your confidence is going to come from. Your confidence is not in yourself, but your confidence should come from the Lord Jesus Christ. It should come from your identity in Christ and your identity in the kingdom. That's how I'm able to be bold because I know it ain't me. <laughs> I know who biking me up. I know who I know who got my bike, my front, my side, my everything, and that's God. So when you know God and your relationship with God is a one, that boldness is going to automatically be there. And then it's the Holy Spirit. You have to receive the Holy Spirit, Brittany. And I say that to you. I say that to everybody that's on here that's watching. If you want to be bold, you want to be confident, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit because that's where the boldness comes from. When the Spirit of God come upon you, there's a spirit of boldness. There's a spirit of confidence. Because, baby, when, this, when I truly receive the Spirit, not that religious stuff, but like I said, I had been in church for a long time and I love church, but I didn't, I didn't, all them years I spent in church, I lacked true relationship with God. I lacked, um, I didn't, I wasn't truly walking with the Holy Spirit because if I was, there was no way I could have sat there and been shy and quiet and didn't speak up and didn't say nothing because when I really truly received the Spirit of God, it activated something in me. I couldn't be quiet no more. Like I couldn't. I I, I was I was compelled to to get out there and, and and speak my and speak the message that God gave me to speak. So receive the Holy Spirit. Um, have relationship with Jesus Christ. Seek out mentors, coaches, spiritual leaders, pastors, because you're gonna need that leadership. You're gonna need that guidance because they're gonna help you understand your gift. And they're going to help you understand how to use this gift that God has given you. You have to spend a lot of time in prayer, have to spend a lot of time communicating with God. And that all works together to give me that boldness when I come on camera or when I get on stage or anything. I don't come, I don't come out as uh, just Toya. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Okay, Akaya says, what's the first step for getting out the boat? The first step, auntie would say, for getting out the boat, for getting out your comfort zone, is believing that you can do it. Believing that you can do it and believing that it's possible for you, that there's a new way of life for you that's available for you, that you don't have to, you don't have to stay where you are, like where you are right now is not your final destination. That's just a passing point. 
So the first step to getting out your shell, getting out your comfort zone, you have to start seeing something different. You have to start believing that something else is possible for you, that a new way of life is possible for you. And that's what Jesus came to bring us. That was what his message was all about. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is here. He was saying, change the way you think, change your mindset, change your perspective, because a new way of life is here. I brought a new way of life for you to experience. So if you're going to get out the boat, you're going to get out of being average, you're going to get out of sitting in your shell and, and living, living life on that low level, then you have to start believing that the high level is possible for you. You have to elevate in your thinking first. So you have to start thinking higher than where you are right now. Because if you continue to think low-level fruit, then you will continue to get low-level fruit. I, I realize that. The low-hanging fruit in life, the bottom, I was, was going to continue to be dying now because that's how I was thinking. But once I changed my mindset and I started thinking higher than that, I started seeing the fruit that was up there at the top of the tree. And I started seeing myself eat the fruit at the top of the tree. I started seeing myself successful. And I started envisioning myself like, Toya, what would it look like for you to be successful? What would it look like for, for you to be for you to get transformation, for your children to get transformation? What would it look like for you to be successful and living your purpose? What would it look like for you to be on fire for the kingdom of God? What would it look like for you to be impacting souls? And drawing souls to Christ, what would it look like? What does what does it look like for you on the other side? You got to start seeing that right now. That's the first step. Because wherever that mind go, that's what I was telling the ladies last night in our um, Glow Up Transformation training that we had last night. And it was fire. That thing was fire. Do y'all hear me? If y'all wasn't in now... It's still time, ladies. Get the Glow Up Transformation training because that thing, tell them the culture. Tell them the culture, baby. We were suited and booty. <laughs> we were suited and booty, baby. That thing was fire. But that's what I was telling the ladies last night. That you got to, it, it starts in the mind first. I was telling them that wherever the mind goes, the body going to follow. The body going to follow suit. When you get that mind on track, the body say, oh, okay. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Because when you put your mind on something so much and repetition, don't forget repetition. Because it ain't what you do one time. It's what you do over and over and over and over and over. Because I put them new thoughts in my head so much. I it's like I it's like I played a movie in my mind. It's like I played a movie in my mind. Like and, and I'm the main character. <laughs> Come on now, you the main character. So I played a movie in my mind, and in the movie, baby, I'm the main character, and I'm winning. I'm winning. I got tired of being a loser. I got tired of being a bomb. I got tired of not being able to feed my children. See, that was the old movie that was playing in my head. I was, I was losing in the old movie, but I started seeing a new movie. I created a new movie in my mind, and in my mind, in, in this movie, I'm a winner. In this movie... I'm on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ, baby. In this movie, I'm at the I'm at the top of the tree. I ain't eating the low hanging fruit no more. I ain't eating the fruit that's falling on the ground and then rotting and stuff. No, no. Me and my children, we eating the good of the land. 
the good of the land. That's what I saw in the in the new movie that I made in my mind. And let me tell you something, uh, Akaya, that asked that question, what's the first step to getting out the boat? When you sitting in the boat and you thinking about being out the boat, you thinking about life on the other side, you thinking about you, you got a new movie playing in your mind and you the main character and you winning, how long you think you're going to be able to sit in that boat? How long you think you're going to be able to keep sitting there? You Listen, by law, by law, baby, that body going to move. Do you understand me? Them feet going to start moving. Them legs going to start moving. I remember I did a live one time, and I think this was one of my biggest lives. And Akaya, I want you to go back and watch it. It's called Your Hatching Season. Y'all remember that? The Lord said, it's your hatching season. And I remember when, when God told me to do that video that day, I kept seeing baby chickens. I kept seeing baby chicks. And I was looking at baby chicks all day. On uh, God had me looking at baby chick videos, hatching. And the Lord said, so shall it be with you, baby. When it's your hatching season. See, when you start going to work on your mind, this is how you get out your shell. When you start going to work on your mind, you start feeding your mind new images. You start showing your mind new things. And one of the best ways to do that is read. Read. What they told us about reading. Come on now, we got to go back to the basics. <laughs> we got to go back to the drawing board. When you read, you expose your mind to new information. You expose, and, and I don't care how you got to get it in you. But you can't sit there and say, well, Toya, I don't do, I don't like to read books. I get a headache when I read books. Well, listen to an audio book. Listen to an audio book. It is free audio books on YouTube. It's, uh, you get you some audio books on Audible. You need to get the information in you. Podcasts, read a physical book, audio book. It don't matter. I don't care how you get it in there as long as you get it in there. You got to start feeding your mind new information. Because you still sitting in the boat because that's all you're thinking about. And that's all you're seeing for yourself. But once you start seeing a new side of life, you start learning new things, you start envisioning. The Bible says have a vision. This is biblical. You, you, it, the Bible says if you don't have a vision, you're going to perish. You're going to die. You're going you gonna to rot right there in that boat. He, the word of God is telling you that you got you to gotta give your mind new images. And if you can't think of it on your own, then you got to go look for it. You got to go look for it. Look, look in magazines. Look on the TV. Look look uh at people in real life like find somebody that is living the way that you want to live and i'm not just talking about materialistic stuff but i'm talking about these people got fruit these people are happy these people are at peace and they here they exist do you hear me i don't care how much hell going on in the world it's some folks in this world that's really prospering in the kingdom of god it's some folks it's some men and women in this world that love god for real it's some men and women in this world that serve their purpose they use their gifts they serve god's people and god blesses them and they are happy they are at peace their marriage is fruitful their children are fruitful it's some folks that's living the good life in god for real the kingdom life you find them kind of people and you start surrounding yourself with people like that. And you get rid of them folks that, that keep you stuck in the boat. They want to stay in the boat. Let them sit in the boat. Let them sit in the boat. I love you. God bless you. And bye. Cause I'm finna go. I'm finna go. And that have to be your mindset. And when they see you out there walking on water, when they see you out there conquering your fears, 
when they see you out there getting it in, if anything in them want to grow, they'll come. They'll come. And if not, then they'll stay right there. But you, you, you can't afford, you don't have the luxury to stay there inside of your shell. Because like I was saying on the, on the last episode of Talks with Auntie, you got to think about all of the experiences that you're missing out on. And a lot of times we stay in our shell and we stay in our comfort zone because we feel like this is where it's safe. I'm safe in here. You might be safe or you think you're safe in there, but you also shutting yourself off from the abundance of God. You're safely shutting yourself off from the abundance of God. Not getting out that boat, not connecting with new people, not uh, getting new knowledge, not going to new environments because of fear but what i was telling y'all on the last episode we trust god we don't trust people okay we we trust god we don't trust people we love people <laughs> love them now god told you to love them you love them you love people but he said trust me put your trust in god trust people to do exactly what they're gonna do and trust god to do exactly what he gonna do which is protect you and when you know that and you understand that one foot start moving. Then the other foot start moving. <laughs> and oh, you know it, baby. You walking. You walking on water. Uh, Yaya Scott, welcome to the membership. M. Rosa, welcome to the membership. Y'all come on in. Come on in. How did you know and confirm God's calling on your life? Okay, that's a good one, Christine. That's a good one. Yes, tell them the culture. That glow-up training was, was fire, baby. We had a good time. Last night, we had a bonus session. We had a bonus session, and we talked about uh, addressing your emotional pain and healing the little girl inside because before you can truly glow up and get your transformation, you have to go within, and it's a lot of healing work that has to be done on the inside first. So, ladies, if y'all interested in that, y'all go to Latoya Kill Academy and sign up so you can catch the next live training that we're going to do in there, which is going to be on November the 7th, baby. Because it's, it's, it's next level. The women of God, we glowing up, we getting our transformation. So how did I know, how do you know and confirm God's calling on your life? Well, you have to have some experience with God, Christine. So you have to have some experience with him. You have to have, you have to be done had some encounters with him. It takes time. It takes time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, sugarcoat it or uh, dress it up for you. I'm just gonna tell you the real or the real. I'm 35 years old, about to be 36 on December the 12th of this year, if the Lord's will. Um, and I am now getting to a place where I can hear God and I I know His voice. Like I I show enough, show enough. I know His voice and I know when He's calling me to do something, but that, that took me all my life. <laughs> that took me all my life. I've been in church since I was my earliest memory, as early as I can remember. I've been in church and I've been speaking in church since I was nine years old. Like I said, I was ordained as a minister in my early twenties. Um, and now at the age of 35, now this is 15, what, like 15 years since I was uh, ordained as a minister in my church and it took me falling 
it took me hitting my head. It took me thinking I had it right and I was all wrong. It took me going through. It took me uh saying, uh, okay, Lord, I'm going to come in this time. And then next thing I know, I'm back out there again. Then, okay, Lord, I'm going to come back in this time. I'm for real. And then next thing I know, I'm back out there again. So it's important for us to know that like our journey with God, it ain't going to be just like this. It don't, it don't, or just like this. Mm -mm. A lot of times it's like this, 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 this. Then you go out there, then you come back, then it's up, down, sideways, left, right. And then you, you over time, you eventually get your flow. You even, <laughs> and a lot of people that say God ain't going to tell you that. They're going to have you thinking like, oh, you know, I, I, I came out the womb saved. And I came out the womb knowing God's voice and doing Tell the truth. Tell the truth. It's a process. It's a journey. It takes, um, now when I didn't know his voice and I, and I didn't know he was calling me and I didn't understand what this meant and what that meant, I would go to my pastors. So Christine, how do you know and confirm God's calling on your life? When you know that you're not in a place spiritually where you have enough discernment to where you can you can get that for yourself and you can understand that for yourself. First of all, set a goal. Set a goal for that to be one of your goals. Like Just like you would say, I'm setting a goal to make $10,000 a month or I'm setting a goal to buy my first property or to buy my next home or, or, or buy a new car or, or to lose 40 pounds. I want you to set that as a goal in your life just like you would set anything else that you want to do. And that goal that you're going to set is to know God's voice and to know and confirm God's calling on my life. That is a goal. You set it as an official goal. And then I want you to start affirming that every single day, meaning speak that into existence. I taught about this in my master class. It's in your voice. So the answers that you seek, everything you're looking for, the, the things that you you seeking out, God has already put the power in you to get everything that he has declared to be yours, but you got to use the power of your words, use the power that he put in you. So you open your mouth and you declare that over your life and you call it out as though it were, even though it may not be that now you speak it as though it were call those things that be not as though they were. So you say, I am. I am. Come on now, use the presence of God. When you say I am, you are announcing the presence of God. You are you are announcing God's name. That's his name. He is the great I am. And whatever you put behind I am, you're going to get that. So that's what I want you to say. After you set that as a goal to know and confirm God's calling on your life, every single day you get up, you say I am. I am so happy and grateful now that I know God's voice and I know and confirm God's calling on my life. I am so happy and grateful now that I am living in my calling. I am anchored and rooted in Christ Jesus. I am sure of my calling. I am using my gifts to make an impact and an influence on the world. I am walking this walk with Christ and God speaks to me clearly every day. Lord, I thank you. I am, I am, I am. And you might not know, you might not know it from, from, from Adam. You might not know it from a can of paint, but you call those things that be not as though they were. 
You speak it. You speak life over yourself. You speak that over yourself. And you do that every single day. And then the next time, I'm giving you a whole strategy right here. The next thing I want you to do, and this is for anybody that have that same question or you know somebody that deal with the same thing, send this video to them. The next thing I want you to do is start seeking out leadership. Start seeking out mentors. Start seeking out pastors, spiritual leaders, people that can support you in this goal, people that can give you uh, tips, people that can give, provide you with teachings, scriptures, uh, information to help you to be able to hear God's voice, information to help you to be able to understand God's calling for your life. It may be Bible studies that they have. In. It may be tests that they can give you, quizzes, assessments to help you understand your strengths and your weaknesses and what your place is in God's kingdom. Because God got some folks. He got some folks that's going to guide you when you lost. He got, because he had people set up for me. Like I said, it took me a long time to get to this point where I am now. And yes, I'm young. I'm 35. But when you think about how early I started in church, it took me a long time. It took me a while to get to the point where I'm, I'm hearing God's voice and I'm sure and I know what he's telling me to do. So understand, Christine, that it is a journey. It is a process. It's not something that happens overnight. It takes experience with God. It takes encounters with God. It takes you having some background with him. And so if you not if you haven't lived that way up until this point, then set that as your goal today. Set that as your goal today. And then use that strategy that I just gave you. It wasn't just, it wasn't some long drawn out thing, but it was quick points. Boom, 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 boom. Do this. A strategy can be three or three to five bullet points. That you gonna is three to five action steps that you can take, practical action steps that you can take to help you reach your goal. That's all it takes. And then just be willing to do it. God is looking for a willing vessel. Just the fact that you asking that question, you could have asked anything else. But just the fact that you asking that question, it shows where your heart is, it shows where your um where your passion is, it shows what you're concerned about, and God is looking at that and God honors that. Because it ain't a lot of people on a video asking somebody, how do I know and confirm God's calling on my life? They asking about all kind of other stuff. <laughs> all kind of other stuff. Well, how I know this man for me? How I know this lady for me? Well, how do I know he's the one? Uh, well, when am I going to meet my kingdom husband? When am I going to meet my kingdom spouse? When... <laughs> so the fact that you asking, how do I know and confirm God's calling on my life? Child, I'm trying to live my, in my calling. I'm trying to hear my heavenly father say, servant, well done. Come on in, come on in. <laughs> That's what you're trying to do. So understand that, that, um, you know, seek out leadership, seek out mentors and speak that over your life every day. Set that as a goal. Visualize yourself doing that. So have a vision. Have a vision of you living a life where you know and confirm God's calling on your life. You know your calling. You're sure of your calling. Christine, I want you to see yourself doing that. You walking in your purpose and you have no doubt in your mind. There is no self-doubt. There is no guessing, double guessing yourself. Like, no, you have heard God's voice clearly. You are sure and you know that this is what you have been called to do. So you move with a spirit of boldness. You move with a spirit of confidence. I want you to see that for yourself right now, right now. And then when you find leadership that you can trust, people that you can trust, 
Um, you share your goal with them. Share your goal with them. Hey, this is a goal that I have. I really want to be able to know and confirm God's calling on my life. Can you can you help me with that? And when they are appointed by God and they, they truly are a person after God's own heart, they're going to be more than happy to help you with that. And I'm actually helping you with that right here on this on this live, on this video. Okay, I'm going to answer Paris. Is it Paris? Okay, I see two more. I told y'all, y'all try to hit me right before I get off. <laughs> y'all try to hit me right before I get off. Okay, Paris said, how do you keep your heart clean after betrayal from those assigned to help you? Mm. Paris, it's a heavy walk, baby. It's a heavy walk being a chosen one and living for God and going through that betrayal and it stings. Betrayal stings. It hurt because it's like, no, you didn't. Or how could you? Or I trusted you. Um, but you have to be able to pull the lesson. This, this, then I let you don't know everything. I don't know everything, but I'm just giving y'all tips and advice from what I've seen in my life and what has worked for me. Um, what helped me to overcome that betrayal? Um, I had to focus on the overall picture. I had to see the big picture. I had to understand that this is not personal to you. So don't take it personal. Paris, you have to understand who you are in the spirit. You have to understand your identity in Christ. You have to understand the call that's on your life and know who you are in the kingdom. Because the more you understand that, the more you will understand the warfare and the afflictions that come about while you walk in this walk. While you walk in this walk with Christ. It, it get real. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Um, and then we all going through it. It's, whether you righteous or not, everybody going through it. Everybody going, everybody likely to suffer from um, somebody betraying them or somebody lying on them. But what I'm going to tell you is focus on the big picture and pull the lesson from it. And try your best, try your best not to take it personal and understand that they are not your enemy. But you have a spiritual enemy that's behind all of this. The more I understood the spiritual enemy and I understood that I have an adversary, personal adversary. And the Bible talks about how he goes back and forth throughout the earth seeking who he may devour and who he may destroy. And he just always in some mess with his ugly broke down self. I take it out on him. I don't take it out on the people. I don't lash out at the people, whoever the person was. I forgive them because I understand that they have a soul. They have a soul that needs to be saved. I understand that's God's child. No matter what they did to me or how they treated me, that's God's child. And so I give God his child and I, I give them to God. And I let God deal with them. And I say, Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. They know not what they do. They don't know. They don't know who you truly are in the spirit. They, they, they being used as pawns in all of this. The enemy is using them like, like uh, little moves on the chessboard. He, he using them. So you got to give them, give them to God and don't allow these situations to make you bitter because you have your whole life ahead of you, Paris. You have, uh, God has a purpose for your life. You still here because he has an assignment for you. So the betrayal, you have to give that to God. And the people that betrayed you, you have to give them to God. And you have to focus on the bigger picture. Tell yourself, I'm still here because I have purpose. I'm still here. Whatever they did, it did not destroy me. 
it didn't destroy me. You here on this live, so it did not destroy you. What it did was it taught you something. So you get your journal, you get your blue ink pen, and you write that down. What did this betrayal teach me? What is the lesson? Because every storm leaves a gift. I don't care how bad that storm was. It ain't, it ain't going to come and go without leaving a gift for you. But it's up to you to find that gift. And so that's all I did in my life. I'm not no different than nobody else. I just learned how to extract the lesson. I learned how to pull the lesson from the hell that I went through, from the betrayal that I suffered, from the, from the lies that were told on me. I didn't take it personal. And I still don't take it personal. Because I understand that person got a soul. And I give it to God. And I ask the Lord to save them. Because I need God to have mercy on me. I need him to save me. I need him to forgive me. So I can't be walking around here mad and holding grudges about who betrayed me and who lied on me. Because what if God did that to me? For the stuff I, I did to other people. So it's also understanding that we're not squeaky clean. <laughs> this auntie, come on down, TT talking to you. We're not squeaky clean. So the betrayal... I'm going to tell you like I told the ladies last night. You have the right to feel hurt. You have the right to feel angry. You have the right to feel mad. You have the right to be broken. But you do not have the luxury to stay there. You do not. You, you cannot waste your life. You cannot waste one hour staying there. You got to take the steps to get up, to heal, to forgive, and to move forward. So that's what I say, parents. You focus on the bigger picture. And understand that God has purpose for you and you pull the lesson from it. You pull the lesson from it. And you apply that lesson to your life to make you better, not bitter. Because we have a choice to be better or bitter. Okay, I'm going to get Bobby Davis and then we're going to end this episode. Okay, so Bobby Davis says, how do you keep your faith? How do you keep your faith level high? I feel like I'm being tested in the faith right now. Ooh, Bobby Davis. Yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. As I'm looking at this screen, either these words are very tiny. Or auntie needs some glass. <laughs> either these words are teeny tiny. You two know they could have made these words bigger than this on their phone now. Or auntie might need some glasses. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm squinting a little bit too much trying to get up in that screen like somebody grandma. Okay, how do you how do you keep your faith level high? I keep my faith level high by focusing on all of the things that God has done for me already. I look at all of the hills and all the mountains and all the valleys that he done brought me over. And I say, Toya, no matter how hard this thing seems that I'm dealing with right now, because you said, I feel like I'm being tested. I feel like I'm being tested in the faith right now. Yes. Yes. You know what that sound like? Um, Bobby Davis, that sound like you in the lab. You in the lab. I want you to go watch that video that I made. It's the live here on my channel. God said, get in the lab. Because that sound like you in the lab, Bobby Davis. That's where you at. The lab is a testing site. <laughs> The lab is a testing site. Mm -hmm. It's a research center. It's a center for, for developments and new discoveries. So, listen, Bobby, I'm telling you, I think Auntie probably going to have to get some glasses, probably just some reading glasses. <laughs>
probably just some reading glasses. But that I want you to go watch that video, Bobby. God said, get in the lab. And anybody else that feel like they're being tested in their faith right now, go watch that video that I made just a few months ago. God said, get in the lab. And if you're in our membership, Latoya O'Keele Academy membership, we did a whole coaching session about that video. Uh, and the coach actually shared some really good points too in that coaching session that we did because the coach don't work with that type of equipment. <laughs> she gave us the physical uh, explanation for the spiritual breakdown that God was giving us. But that's what it sounds like, Bobby, that you in the lab and God is calling you to recalibrate. He's calling you to um, to be tested. And that's and, and it can it don't feel good, but it's working for your good. That's what I'm going to tell you to take with you. It don't feel good, but I know it's working for my good. I know this is where I know. What I, what do I just say in the Paris? Every storm leaves a gift. So it, this don't feel good, but I know it's working for my good. I know it's got to be a gift in this for me. I know it got to be something. Lord, show me the lesson in this. Lord, show me. That's what I want you to take with you, Bobby. Lord, show me the lesson in this. Show me the gift in this. What is Who is this helping me to become? What character traits is this developing in me? What is this showing me about myself? What is this showing me about the world? How can I apply these lessons to my life? Because you being tested, you at, you in the testing site. And when God has you in the lab, when you go in the lab, baby, you always come out greater. You always come out more powerful. You always come out more anointed. Because in the lab, and when you think about a natural, physical lab, they, they have to test that stuff before they push it out. They have to test that. They have to make sure that that's good. They have, they have to make sure that that's proven before they send that out to be, to, to be received by the world, to be received by the population. They have to test them new discoveries. So God getting ready to send you out. He getting ready to send you out. But before he send you out, before he use you, that we talked about this in my academy with Coach Tyson, you have to go through God's preparation process. And that's what's happening for you right now, Bobby Davis, in the spirit. You're going through God's preparation process. He's going to call you. He's going to equip you. And then he's going to send you out. But before he send you out, he have you in that lab. He have you in that lab. And I want you to start looking at, look at, start looking at the gift. That's in this storm. It can, it can be easy to just focus on the storm because the, the winds are blowing, the rain falling, the, the lightning flashing, the thunder roaring. That, that would be happening in the spirit. All kind of stuff be going wrong. You get phone calls, children acting the fool, husband acting the fool, money acting funny, sickness in your body. That's the, that's the storm. And it can be easy to focus on that stuff. But I hear God saying that I want you to focus on the gift in the storm. What is this teaching you? What is this teaching you? And who is this helping you to become? What character traits is this developing in you? That's how you're going to keep your faith level high. That's how I keep mine high. I think about how back in 2000 and, um, back in 2012 when I was pregnant with my daughter and I slid down the wall and I did the ugly cry. And I, and I, and I ain't even want to be here no more. But I had to think about I had a life growing inside of me that I was carrying my baby girl. I was carrying a blessing. So I, I had to get up off that flow and I had to live. God helped me get up off that flow. God helped me live. God helped me to get up and try again. God helped me to get up and smile again. 
when I wanted to give it all away. That was God. And when I think about the things that he done brought me out of, when I think about how many times he got me up off that flow, baby, faith level go, faith level skyrocket. Faith level say, baby, all things are possible. Toya, he brought you out of that. This is a small thing to a giant. This is a small thing to a giant. You done been through worse than this. Okay, come on now. God done brought you out of way more stuff than this. So check his track record. Check his reviews. Read the reviews. <laughs> Read the reviews. Uh, one of my favorite uh, gospel artists, Korean. I think that's how you pronounce the name, Korean Hawthorne. I love that song she sang. Uh, Bible Davis, go listen to that song because that that increased that helped me with my faith level too. The song is called "Look at God." Look at God, <laughs> and in the song "Look at God," she be saying she she said in the in the second verse she said I'm not confused. I know what he's done, and then she said check the reviews, baby. Count every battle he's won. He ain't got a double back because he got it like that. This your daddy that we talking about. Come on now. If I could sing like Korean, I'd be singing that thing. <laughs> but I ain't going to do it. I ain't, Auntie ain't going to do it today. But y'all go listen to this song, baby. Look at God. I love that song. I love it. I love it. I love it. She said, check the reviews, baby. So whenever your faith level get low, check the reviews. Go read the reviews. Come on now. Look at how God delivered David. Look at how he delivered Joshua. Look at how he delivered um, uh, Daniel. Look at look at the people in the Bible. Look at the people. And then look at your own life. Look at your own life. And look at how many times he done delivered you. Look at how many times you thought this was the end. You sure enough didn't know how you were going to get out of that. You thought that was the end for you. The devil had done, had done uh, threw you out there to die. And then the, the spirit of God, baby, he came in, lift up a standard. When the enemy came upon you to eat your flesh, he stumbled and he fell. Why? Because the Lord is with you. So you know that and you say that, you remember that. Don't never forget what he's done for you. So many times it's easy for us to get to this new season we in in our life. Come on now, that's it, Nicole. He brought you too far to leave you now. Can't give up now and he ain't going to leave you now. So many times we get to this new season in our life, baby. And we thinking, because we done changed. God done changed. God ain't changed. <laughs> God ain't changed. He said, I am still God. Come on now. I am still a miracle worker. Oh, I am still a way maker. I am still a promise keeper. Everything I told you I was going to do. I hear y'all Heavenly Father saying, I'm going to do that plus more. Plus more. God ain't changed. Come on now. He ain't, like, I mean, we used to sing that song, hold to his unchanging hand, baby. His, his hand don't never change. His word don't never change. He is the same today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And he's concrete. That's what I love about God. Come on now. He's concrete. He's solid. You can bet on him. You can stand on his word, baby. And you will not fall. You will not fall. I don't care if the whole world crumble around you. If you standing on the word of God, you'll never fall. You'll never fall. Do you understand me? Because when you go to looking around at all this stuff, you see that it's falling. It's falling. Everything is falling to the ground. Everything, every kingdom will fall. Do you understand me? The only kingdom that will stand is the kingdom of God. 
So you got to make sure that you're standing on his word. You got to make sure you're standing on his promise. And as long as you're standing there, baby, you will not fall. You will not fall. I'm going to tell you something God can't do. He can't lie. He can't lie. Come on now. And he can't fail. And whenever I think about that, that's what helped my faith level. That's what sent my faith level through the roof, baby. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all so much, baby. So to all of my uh, all my divine ones, uh, y'all remember that our group coaching membership is now open. It's now open. We have spots available in our group coaching membership so y'all can sign up. It's open enrollment right now. We do monthly success calls. We do group coaching sessions. We hold you accountable, baby. You have a support group with other divine ones that love on you, that uplift you, that encourage you. You're not alone. Excuse me. You are not alone in your transformation. You have a whole family. You have a whole community of divine ones from all over the world. And you don't even have to go through social media to get to our community. It's inside of our support group, in the inside of our academy, in the support group. And it's the Latoya O'Kill Academy Group Coaching membership okay so we have some some spots in there that you can sign up you can come on in and then to my ladies remember the glow up transformation training if you're in the academy membership you do receive a discount you can use a your membership discount uh code and you can receive a 70 percent discount on the glow up transformation training okay i love y'all i love y'all so much so auntie auntie gonna check on out Talks with Auntie, episode two was a success. <laughs> I love y'all so much. Let me pray over y'all real quick before I let y'all go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, every single one of your people, every single one of your divine ones that are under the sound of my voice, Father, I pray that you will bless them right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that as they leave this live, God, JQ, thank you so much. Lord, I pray that as they leave this live right now, that your spirit, that your presence will not leave them, but that you will stay with them, that you will guide them, that you will lead them to the path that you have for them. I speak life over every dead area in their life today, God, in the name of Jesus. I speak clarity where there is confusion. Father, every door that the enemy has slammed in their face, I pray right now that you will open up the doors that you have for your people, that every opportunity, every blessing that you have with a name on it, Father, that it will run them down in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray right now for their soul salvation. I pray that you will heal them. I pray that you will fill them with your precious Holy Spirit. And I pray that each one of them will develop a strong relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, that they will receive Christ into their hearts today and that they will walk out the will of God on earth just as it is in heaven. And Father, I pray that you give them the strength to get out of their shell. Give them the strength to get out of their comfort zone. Give them the strength to get out of the boat and to walk on water and to be the powerful kingdom water walkers that you have called them to be. Help them to rise up and be people that can defy the odds. People that can do what man said was impossible. But knowing that as they walk with you, Lord, that with God, all things are possible. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I love y'all so much. And I'll check back in.